season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. <laughs> I was close. Almost That's didn't close. mute that sneeze. <laughs> Note to self, uh, Lysol the little muffer on your I, microphone. Absolutely, I do every day. I promise. I do every day. Uh, so this is, a, it is the uh, 29th of November <sighs> as we record this. And a quick little check, Ghislaine Maxwell is still alive or not alive? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, I'm sitting here with all my notes in front of me because I'm, I'm kind of following this because it seems like nobody in the media is. Um, there are, and we talked about this before, there are a couple of accounts that are following it really closely on Twitter. Um, but... You're not hearing a lot about it in the news. You know, I mean, they just went through the whole deal of, of jury selection. Right. Right. And, and that was a long process that they went through in this the jury selection. And, and there was like, not a peep about it. This is huge. It really, it Absolutely is. epic, humongous trial for a lot of reasons. A lot. And so just to, just to kind of refresh, and, and yes, you're right. Uh, I don't think, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing trial to keep track of just to kind of see what does come out. I don't think it's going to be this like, Oh my God, finally. And, and they're going to release right. all the names and it's going to be all this other stuff. I don't think it's going to be that kind of an explosive trial. I'm just excited she's still alive. Right. Me too. That she's there for it. So we can figure something out. Yeah. Something's going to happen. But just to kind of go back over it, um, and I, I pulled up some things from like Epstein stuff. You know, my you should see my files. I mean, it looks like the crazy professor. Um, well, I don't know what that <laughs> now. Now all of a sudden it does. I doubt it. I think it's probably always looked that way. Maybe I just for the first time got a good look at it. Yeah. But. When you look back at Epstein's life in general, and I know we've kind of talked about this stuff before, but born and raised in New York City, he was in Brooklyn, and uh, his I think his uh, his parents, you know, were just just regular people, right? I mean, but he went to high school. He ended up teaching at a high school, Dalton School in Manhattan, despite lacking a college degree. Oh, okay. He didn't have a college degree when he got that. He had gone to his school. He actually graduated high school when he was 16. He'd skipped two years and he did go to a couple colleges. And one was actually like, and, and we know he's good with money and good with numbers as he became a financier, right? Mm -hmm. um, he did go to kind of like a math college, <laughs> not MIT, even though he heavily invested in MIT. No reason. I don't know why. Um, but he um, didn't graduate. And then he got this job. Interesting, interesting part, too, about when he got this job, Bill Barr, who was the what, former attorney general, attorney general right, yeah. for Trump and for Bush, mm -hmm. his dad had been the head of that school, Dalton School. He left in the spring of 91. I can't remember for sure in the year. But anyway, and then that fall was when Epstein started teaching there. Oddly. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Just the yeah. connections when you start seeing the connections and you keep seeing the same names and places. And, you know, there's there's something to that whole story of it's the same families over and over. And you go back in history, even one country would take over another country because one country would marry off their daughter of the king. Yeah. Uh, and then the other country would take over that country because they were in bad. So that was kind of like, here, we'll give you my daughter as, as your bride. And here's the dowry as my country. Mm -hmm. And so they take over a country. So you keep having the same names pop up. And like, I think that even back in World War One, the, the leader of Russia and the leader of one of the leaders, I should say one of the leaders of Germany were cousins. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like the same names keep popping up or everywhere. So when you see something <laughs> like that, you're just like, oh, my God. It's weird. As as George Carlin said, what was it? It's a it's a big big old club and we're not in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and you wonder if, it, if, if somebody, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily in this situation, but yeah. situations like that, if people are actually in cahoots to make, to, to continue that or make that happen, or if it's just like all doctors hang out together. So of course, doctors are going to be intermingled. All politicians hang out together. Yeah. So it's this. So it, is that the reason or is it just like, mm. they're really like this master well, plan okay. to try to, to have a couple of families take everything over? Sure. Okay. This is this total sidebar. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a book out called San Francisco. If you get a chance to, to look it up, it's really good. And, and it, it's written by a guy who's lived all over the world, and he talks about his take on, he's worked in homeless shelters, he's worked uh, just with the mentally challenged, he's worked with people who are basically on the streets and trying to help clean up situations. He's got some really interesting takes on some, and he lives in San Francisco, which he calls San Francisco by accident all the time, which is really funny. But anyway, kind of appropriate, right? But he, in his book, has spawned kind of like a little a little cult following of people. Um, and I happened to hear a podcast of one, and he lives in Missoula, Montana, of all places. And he has discovered that there's a kind of like a hodgepodge of control as far as the 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 leader that's on the school board in this town is a cousin to the person who's the mayor of this city and the Missoula Montana and it's like all in this area of Missoula of all places which is just weird and this guy's from like Spokane I think originally Um, but he said it's really interesting some of the people's names that pop up up there but they're all related and so you've got this this like the mayor of the town is related to the person that leads the school board that's related to the sheriff that's related. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in a lot of small towns, it's that way sometimes. And you'll see the person who owns the bank, their brother has the car dealership and their sister is the accountant. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it, it just kind of happens that way. Yeah. Cause it's like you hang out, like say you, own the bank. Well, your parents or whoever, uh, you probably hang around a lot of business owners. So you're going to, of course, know the person and maybe invest in the car dealership. And then you have so much but power does, that maybe you yeah, run from be, to be mayor. Be, it could be, you know, it's just, it's just interesting how that, that power is centralized yes. to a few families. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that pops up again in, in Jeffrey Epstein's story. Cause he stayed at that school for two years. He got let go because of what? Oh, inappropriate actions with the students. That's weird. Well, there's the first red flag. Maybe not even the first, but there's a big one. Yeah. So he gets let go. He immediately gets hired by Bear Stearns and gets brought in at the ground level to learn how to be a financier. And he climbed the ladder really quickly. Um, But he had a lot of heavy hitters that were helpful to him. Um, He met Elaine Maxwell, I believe it was in 91. So there's there's somewhere, there's there's that hodgepodge like of the 80s and into the 90s where she comes into his life. And her dad died in 91. He was kind of like Rupert Murdoch. He owned a lot of communications industry, right? He was, he was big in publishing in the UK. But he had connections with M16, which is the, I think, UK's version of the Secret Intelligence Service, and with Mossad, which is the Israel version of that, and with KGB. There, was, there were rumors of these connections. So he was, he was ridiculously wealthy, and then he ended up dying and some people say he didn't kill himself, <laughs> but he was yeah. found floating next to his yacht, face up. He, yeah, which was weird. Very weird. Right. So that was that was another part of that story. Um, but there's just so much stuff it's, that's yeah. in here. And then eventually, then there's the whole trial that happened in what 2007, 2008 with Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, where he was. Um, well, he was he was he was convicted, right? 
and then sent to was it was it like house arrest or something <laughs> like that, and then it was then dismissed or whatever. He got a sweetheart deal. Yeah, let's just put it that way. I think actually. There was something to, and I don't know if I have that part. You in legit here. have. I notes. legit have. I do have notes. I, br- I just brought them because I'm like notes, it's easier. You have highlight. They're highlighted. They are. They are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm following the stuff because I'm like, okay. Part of the thing with Epstein is because it's believed he was connected somehow with her dad, because a lot of people say she maybe didn't work for him. Maybe he worked for her because of her connections. Okay. Because there was that whole deal of when he got brought in. When they looked at all their houses, all of his houses, they had they were all wired for sound. They had pin cameras in every room. They if had, you're a perv, I could see him doing that. Like because you never know, you never know where it could happen. You want to have video of whatever pervert thing you do, you're doing, right? Yeah. Or of anybody that's staying at your house. Or yes, total bribe material. And she had said that in, yes. in previous documents that that was the reason why he did that was he wanted to make sure he had something on these people. And so he would set it up to happen. So whether it was on the island, in New York, in Palm Beach, in Nevada, in London, they were all wired for sound and they'd have these huge rooms that were just video rooms where there would be people literally sitting there watching videos, watching the the cameras to make sure that they were recording whatever was... it, It is. It is. I mean, if you wrote that story, you'd be like, okay, that's a little ridiculous. Right. Nobody's going to believe that. But it was that that way. And they also believe that he was doing work for governments, not necessarily ours, helping them either settle debts, settle scores, recover money that that had been taken from them. And there's a document where it it actually does say, it was previously discussed, uh, Epstein, apparently they, they wanted to find out how he was given this sweetheart deal that was approved by a main justice in Washington, D.C., and they do believe it was because of the work that he did not only for the U.S. government but for other governments, that that was hmm. where the pressure was put on. Wow, you yeah. You can't put this guy away because he knows a lot. Yeah. And how he evaded getting Epstein <laughs> the first time, I really don't know. Wow. It's, it is. It's it's a, it's just. It could, it'll it'll take over your your thinking if you if you go too far deep into this stuff, it'll it's to the point where it's like you it'll get you yeah. a, like a, you're not you you get obsessed. <laughs> I'm not saying not you, but I'm not saying right? you right obsessed with it because it's like it's too it's uh, the best drama ever written for television times yeah. fifty yeah and it's it really real life. is and it's real life and it's like real life. like you expect Tom Cruise to be starring in it or Sean Connery should be in Something. this or you know what I mean it's yeah. like this it's that kind of I just a, wish we could I wish it wasn't a stupid federal trial because I want I would I watch oh, would watch every second of this hundred percent and that is why it's not on but it is available if you want to listen to it oh really there's a phone number you can call what I kid no. you not and there's a code for it so that people because that's the only way because reporters aren't allowed. And no cameras are allowed. What? Um, there. This is. This is. So you dial in and then you just mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. You can. Wow. It's on Twitter. I saw it. Oh, I are just said sure? it's on Twitter. It's are on the you, internet. Are you sure? I'm gonna call it today and see if it works. Are you sure? Oh, I'm gonna call it and see if it works. I am. You're gonna be not that you're not already on a list, <laughs> but you're gonna be on more lists. Probably. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing if that's actually legit. Let me know because I'll listen. I will. <laughs> but I'm not di- I'm not jumping in that pool first. No, you aren't going to click that link. No, right? I know way. it. I saw that out there, and I was like, okay, is this a bait? Like, how switch? can that? There's no way. I don't know. I don't know. There's and there's a lot of things also to be said about the, uh, just the pr- proceedings too. And, and you can't help it. You're going to have things that pop up, and you're going to go, oh, come on, this can't be real. One of the lead prosecutors is James Comey's daughter. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, but that, okay, so that, that, 
I, I get it. It seems weird. It does. Uh, it just but, it's like, of course, uh, but, like, but they're all smart, <laughs> smart, rich lawyers. So I get it. But maybe it's just like somehow it worked, right? it's worked itself out. And that, think, that's the case. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, if anybody's, there's no way these people are not attached somehow to someone else. Right. With they're at that level. You, you would think. You're going to be able to draw a line between people if you if that's what you're looking to I do. I think the only person that you could and actually not- do that with that isn't attached to someone on that level yeah. is Donald Trump. Like, I, I think that uh, for politically speaking, um, I think yeah. he is not, he, obviously, he's not in anybody's pocket. Nobody's in his pocket. No. So from that standpoint, you he's not beholden to anyone. It's odd because a lot of people are trying to, to they, they keep bringing that up. Um and, and I will say, there's a good story that's out there, um, a well-written piece, and one of them was written by somebody who used to write for, of all things, Rolling Stone, but they did used to have really good writers. Um, but he was part of the reason he helped build the case against Epstein in 2007, 2008. Trump? Yeah. Okay. And that's why they do believe that, that there was, they were trying to find stuff on him since then. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, yeah. get, to get him back um, since, since that time. Um, and and there was he was though he was friends with them in the nineties. There's I think there's probably six or ten pictures that you keep seeing circulated around of him and and uh, Epstein on the party scene in New York. Yeah. And that was in the nineties. Um, but then he was barred from Mar-a-Lago in two thousand two. Was when he I think two thousand two yeah, or two thousand six. It was early two thousands. Yeah, somewhere around there two thousand six. But I'm not I'm not real sure about that. But it, if there were a connection, oh, it would have been out there. Already. It would have been found. Absolutely. Yeah. So as for the black book stuff, I don't think you're going to see a lot of that. You might hear. Well, why not? Like, that's what I understand. Like, why? <clears throat> why not? Yeah. If this, it's a trial. It's, she is on trial. The people that are in the black book aren't on trial. But just through the course of questioning and the course of trying to figure out what happened, some of these names have to, have to come out. They said the, the, reason, bigger ones. the reason why you probably won't see it is because this is primarily about four victims and their relationship with her and how she, how she brought them into this. So if none of those if those four victims didn't interact with anybody in that black book of of note, then their names won't get brought up. Hundred percent. I guess that makes that's, sense. That's the reason because I was looking for the same thing. I was like, why why won't we see this? And I'm looking through my papers and I'm, then I see new reports coming out and there's lawyers writing things up and saying, well, you have to remember the blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You may hear Prince Andrew's name. That's a possibility, but the the rest of it. And that's kind of an interesting one if you think about it, because of all of this, you keep seeing his name, right? Prince Andrew, right? Yeah, Prince Andrew. Okay, so the thought comes then. If the Epstein-Maxwell Pedophile Club is willing to throw Prince Andrew under the bus, just imagine the names they're keeping a secret. He was low man on the totem pole. Wow. I yeah. <laughs> and did, and they did they did they really throw him under the bus or was it the victim that that came forward the girl that was in that picture that is really keeping the story going? She's the one and she's going to be a part of this. Um Good. and I can't remember her name right off the top. Vivian? I can't no. remember her name either. Something like it. but she's she's going to be a big part of this. She'll be part of it. Good. So that's why his name may possibly come up in this, mm-hmm. but that's not really what they're going for. They're they're just trying to uh, that her I think her attorneys are going to argue the only reason these victims are coming forward is because they're wanting to receive money because they believe that she received a large sum of money when he died. I could see that happening, and I'm thinking, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so if this, so no matter what happens with this trial, the civil trial is when a lot of stuff could could potentially. If if she gets sued civilly for money and damages, that's yeah. when it could come out. This right now, she's got eight charges against her. And it's, it's kind of like 
two sides of the same coin on three of them. It's conspiracy to entice minors and the enticement of minors. Conspiracy to transport minors, transportation of minors. Conspiracy of sex trafficking, uh, sex trafficking. And then the last one are a couple of uh, counts of perjury that were against her over the years and that they're bringing that in because in one of her depositions she reiterated a story that was proven to be untrue. Wow. Okay. So it's going to be a intense. If that phone number yeah, 1-800-TRIAL-PHONE even... works, <laughs> let me know because I want to dial in. I want to tap in. And and you probably heard that she's tried to get bail so she could get out of jail. Of course. They, they tried four times. They offered almost $30 million and the court said no because she's too big of a flight risk. Which, by the way, not even flight risk. She's too. It's too dangerous. Well, for her. she'll get. She'll get. She'll, off. Get, off. she'll get hacked. I mean, you know that she's going to yeah. get. But uh, the judge, her name is Allison Nathan. She is a former associate White House counsel for President Barack Obama. So that that's another one of those things that they're going to bring in. But she's the one that also said no. This woman is a flight risk. Hundred percent. We're going to keep her in jail. Um, and said that she's not been honest about her financial means in the first place. So if she's got thirty million to check up just for for bail. She probably doesn't care if she loses it. And it's probably not money even coming from her. I bet it's other yeah. people probably providing this money to get her out. Yeah. It could be at that point because I think her funds have got to be frozen um, at this point. But they, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. When did they, when they found her, do you know how they found her? GPS on her phone. Doesn't what? that just seem, doesn't that Fair. just seem weird? Yeah, it seems pretty weird. That's the official word. They found her because of GPS of on the, her phone. She, they were looking for her for a very long time. And at that point, no one in her life said, get a burner. <laughs> number one I, I even know just from watching dateline you know that even when your phone's turned off you can still some something in your phone can still ping gps systems so yeah phone goes in the ditch said so led that led to her arrest july 2nd 2020 so it's been a long time coming this is going to be interesting i'm pumped yeah and then you know what else is starting what's up the um they're going through jury selection for jesse smollett Oh, I forgot about that. That's been almost three years since that happened. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So Jesse Smollett is finally going through, and that starts today too. So I haven't heard are, one word about that. Mm-mm. Nothing. Just, just in my, my, my nifty little uh, timeline. Your, your little, <laughs> your FYP. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's another one. <laughs> I don't even know where that, if you can even follow. I have no idea how to even follow that one. I have no idea. Zero. That's funny. Um, but <laughs> I'll try. I'm going to give it my best shot and see if I can't keep following. <laughs> Did hear today big Twitter news, too, that Jack Dorsey is stepping down as CEO, and I have no idea why. Just saw that headline on Twitter, and I'm like, wait, what? So it's, It seems weird. The last, uh, what, 18 months, two years, a lot of big name human beings have stepped down from their from their positions like Bill Gates and now Jack Dorsey and uh, who oh Amazon, Amazon guy took himself off the board of directors, stepped down from that you know a couple years ago. I know that was probably to focus that. on space travel, but... No, there's there's a story that goes, oh my God, that's And Michael, Michael Strahan from um, uh, yeah. Good Morning America is going into space. What? Uh, he's going on whatever it's, whatever it's called, that ship. Yeah, like in 12 days, alive on GMA. Like into space or just touching, tickling the edge? Whatever okay. Amazon dude does. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the flying penis. That big one. Whatever that one whatever is. Whatever that one is. When you just mentioned people stepping down. So just this past weekend, because this was just printed out this weekend. This came out. They, they said that um, Barclay Bank, the head of Barclay Bank, his name is Jess Staley. And he was real tight with Epstein. Um, apparently has stepped down. Okay. Because of some email correspondence that has emerged between him and 
Epstein. They found over 1,200 emails over a four-year period with some unexplained terms such as Snow White is used frequently. What does it even mean? I don't know. But that just came out, too. So he just stepped down, too, and you mentioned that stepping down. Barclays Bank. Tell you. It's going to get lit. And he was former VP at J.P. Morgan, as a matter of fact, as well. And that was, I think, where his connection with him and, and visited Epstein when he was in prison in 2008. That's somebody I wouldn't go visit. Epstein? Even if it's your brother. No way. <laughs> I would not want to be on that docket or whatever it's called, the record of visitors. Right? I wouldn't want to be on that. Yeah, so interesting. Oh, That's thanks. yeah. There's just a lot. You heard that? You heard that, right? Yeah. All the yeah. pages. Those yeah. are literally there's probably twenty five pages. <laughs> I have a book collated. I, oh my god, this is so crazy. <laughs> oh, so so uh, on a on a happy note, we'll end on besides my crazy stuff. Um, how was Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was, All good. It was good. Just a lot of did that game food. just break your heart. No, you know what? No, I mean it. It did. It did. And uh, you know whatever. It is what it is. I didn't. Ex- I. Over the last year, over the last 10 years, but especially the last year, <laughs> I, I didn't expect to win. Even when we were up by two touchdowns, I didn't expect to win. So it didn't really shock Isn't me. Isn't terrible? Pe- people were super pissed about it, and I get it, disappointed. Yeah. But even, especially with all the coaching changes, like, I didn't, I did not expect us to win that game. I couldn't Iowa. believe how they came out hot like that. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. were, they were on fire. They, and, and it was just like, they shook up one thing, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Verzal, Matt Verzal, he had posted it at halftime. Nobody moved. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I thought that was funny. Unfortunately, somebody did move. Somebody took their socks off or something. So, you're right. <laughs> Everything just, well, the third quarter wasn't bad, but. It was just, yeah, it was just rough. It was uh, just rough. And then I did see the rumors, too, about um, Martinez leaving. And there are about five schools, short list, probably ASU. And I think, he, I think he has to leave. Like, he can't, he can't stay here and be Scott Frost's uh, quarterback next year if Scott yeah. Frost is going to save his own career he can't right he just can't do it and, and, and i think part ways and i think it, it's uh <laughs> and it would be better for adrian to go i think so would you say unfortunately adrian martinez to go yes yeah i think it'd be better yeah. for him to go yeah that's dude's been through the ringer i know mentally physically he's just been through the ringer it's been a lot and i'm sure it was it was like there he is on the sideline with his arm in a sling and he's watching this kid play really well. Yeah. And we're ahead. It's like, how many times we say that this I season? I wonder if at the end of the game when we lost, he's like, thank God. <laughs> Under his breath, thank maybe? God. And even Scott Frost maybe like, thank God. Oh my God. If, that, if that had worked. Oh, I know. I know. All the I told you so's would have come out of the closet. I think the I, think the I told you so still did come out a little bit. I think so too. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow. But yeah, but it was, it was a great weekend. It was beautiful. Um, weather's fantastic. It's just, it's just, yeah. And we got another week of this. It's so and, 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 and all, and it was so windy on Thursday, oh whatever God. day was super windy. And <laughs> it's a b- added bonus that all my leaves from my tree mm-hmm. into Jean's yard. That's where procrastination steps in. It's absolutely. So him and his wife yes. are out there taking care of all those leaves. And it's like, I, well, you know what? And I came to a decision too this year. I'm, I, on other years I've tried it before and now I'm, I'm firm in my convictions. I don't think fall cleanup is a good thing. I really okay. don't, because I think the leaves on the ground protect plants, give little critters cover, and you're going to do spring cleanup anyway. So why do do, do double the cleanup? Right. So, so did you cancel your fall cleanup? Hell yes. Yeah. I have leaves everywhere. Right. That's <laughs> called justification for saving money. And then in the, in the spring, you're like, you know what? Screw the spring cleanup. They didn't have spring cleanup back in the, with the pilgrims. They right? didn't do a cleanup. I wonder who did that, right? Yeah. Now we'll see what happens. But anyway, that, that's that my, makes take, sense, my hot take for All the right. day. Your hot take. Who needs fall cleanup? And that's the episode <laughs> title for today. Thank After guys, all this. All that amazing stuff is who the hell needs fall cleanup? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Media Production.